Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for visiting with us and listening to our radio show as we talk about real estate for all kinds of people that are thinking about buying or selling. You need to have your finger on the pulse of the market. If you're going to pull off a good, positive real estate transaction today more than ever because there are a lot of deals that are not good deals. There are a lot of bad deals waiting for you. We're going to talk with an industry expert about how you find the good deals and avoid the pitfalls that can happen in real estate. My guest today, Mr. Ernie Neal, real estate professional at Remax Gold in Sparks, Nevada, yes. talking about Northern Nevada and more after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. I just got back from Yarrington, Nevada over the weekend, had a chance to look at some of the real estate opportunities and the growth that is taking place in northern Nevada. And it's not far from Reno. It's about 90 minutes max in a nice leisurely drive through USA Parkway. And as you head through the onion fields of Perry Farms and other quite fascinating areas, you get to beautiful Yarrington, Nevada. That's where I attend the annual Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's happening Feb 24th through 26th. And it's a great way to learn about the world of beekeeping, support beekeepers, and maybe become a beekeeper yourself. Get all the information, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. With me in the studio, He's a man who has his office that I drive by on the way to Yarrington, Nevada. It's in Sparks, Nevada at Remax Gold. Ernie Neal, welcome to our radio show. Thank you, Peter. Good to have you back, my friend. Boy, the real estate market has uh, continued to do its thing. It never stays the same. It's amazing what's happened since the last time you were here, Ernie. Let me think about how long it's been here. I bet it's been something around $55,000 ago. Uh, not quite that much right now. What do we got here? We've got uh, a median sales price of 545000 That's from last uh, month. And uh, it's, uh, it's uh, up, up from uh, 510000 So about $35,000 ago. Well, and 
one year ago, 2021 January, yeah. one year ago, the median home price was 20% less than it is today. Actually, it's 21.2%. It was less than it is today. The median home price today, $545,000. Take 20% off, that's a 90,000 cut. So over $90,000 increase in price in just one year, Ernie. It's a, it's a case of supply and demand. The uh, new home builders are building as fast as they can, uh, but they can't keep up with demand. Supply and demand issue, and uh, uh, really where, what's driving it is a couple of things. Uh, number one, uh, uh, the state of California is uh, just going nuts with the taxes. They, uh, they keep raising, 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 and they're driving people out. Uh, people who uh, can afford it are cutting bait, selling their homes, and uh, they're selling them for a substantial sum. And uh, I'll give you an example, say in Silicon Valley, Marin County, San Francisco, L.A., uh, in a decent neighborhood, there will be a uh, 50s vintage home of no special interest, uh, three-bed, two-car, two-bath, and uh, it's selling for $1.5 million. Mm -hmm. uh, these people are cashing out and coming here and buying, uh, oh, three, four times the house. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're getting, uh, getting it for five, six dollars $600,000 and pocketing the rest and leaving, uh, li living a very comfortable life and escaping from California politics and, uh, and, their, uh, and their taxes. Uh, one thing that is uh, of a particular interest that I've been hearing about is uh, Gavin Newsom, governor of California, kept raising the tax on recreational marijuana. And uh, uh, even Governor Jerry Brown, former governor, said, hey, you know, you're raising it way too high. He got up to 70 percent uh, tax on uh, marijuana, which is now legal. And his answer was, well, I'm the only guy in town, so I can charge whatever I want. Well, the fact is, he isn't the only guy in town. And a lot of people went back to their street dealers. Can you imagine that? They'd rather risk uh, buying uh, uh, marijuana illegally because the, uh, the street dealers don't charge tax. So uh, uh, the, there's uh, no rhyme or reason to uh, the taxing, but uh, people who can get out are getting out. And people who are staying are getting more bang for their buck because they're paying way too much in taxes. Now, what we have here, the uh, uh, people like Elon Musk out of Tesla and many others are recruiting all over the world. We've got uh, a lot of engineers coming out of the, uh, the old Soviet bloc uh, countries. Uh, we have uh, uh, computer engineers uh, from specialized areas in uh, Africa uh, and India. And uh, I uh, recently met an uh, African uh, couple, uh, very well-spoken in English and uh, very, uh, very well-dressed. Their kids were polite and, uh, and well-dressed. And, and I thought, well, you know, these people are... Uh, well educated, and uh, I said, "By the way, uh, you're from Africa, but what country?" 
They said Somalia. Now, when you think of Somalia, for what we know here in America, we're thinking of drug lords, we're thinking of pirates, and the fact is, they're regular people just like us in places like Somalia. And uh, because of our uh, media, uh, they're not going to tell us about regular people because it doesn't sell newspapers, it doesn't sell advertising. So, uh, uh, and this uh, particular gentleman was uh, recruited in Somalia by Tesla to be an engineer here in Reno. And uh, he's a mechanical engineer. And, uh, and so you can imagine now we also, I deal with uh, people who come from all over the United States. Uh, people looking for jobs, can't do something in their hometown. Georgia, Tennessee. Minnesota. They're coming from all over and they're working out at Tesla, working in the warehouse business. They're working virtually anywhere in town where they can get a job. And uh, uh, the wages, uh, for example, I have a 19-year-old son working at Tesla, $21.50 an hour. Uh, that's pretty good for a kid fresh out of high school. And uh, so, uh, uh, the business community here is very strong, and we have uh, a lot to offer uh, for people just to live. It's a great place. So uh, we will continue to experience rises in, uh, in uh, rent, rises in housing uh, prices, and I can't, uh, I can't tell you how long it's going to last. Maybe uh, we're going to be approaching a bubble like we were a few, uh, few years back, but... Uh, at the moment, I don't see it. We've got people coming in from everywhere, and I'm continually meeting them. Ernie Neal is my guest. Ernie's been a longtime real estate professional in northern Nevada for many years. I met him. Ernie, I think we met back in, probably must have been 2005. And so, you know, that gives us uh, pretty close to 20 years almost. And as far as knowledge, uh, I've always said to people in the real estate or the mortgage world, if you live in that world, if that is where you make your full-time profession and that's all you do, a year is like a dog year. It's like being in seven years. You, know, you learn so much, not only about the business, but the fact is real estate and mortgage, they're too tied together. It's more about people than anything else. That's why I appreciate Ernie Neal, you telling me where the people are coming from. They're putting the uh, demand issue on northern Nevada. They're coming from northern Nevada, yes, a little bit of them from here, but many of them come from California. Many are coming from other parts of the country. I, I tell people many times, Ernie, Reno, Nevada has been discovered in a positive way. Remember when people would hear the word Reno across the country and they'd, they'd chuckle? They'd think of Reno 911. They'd think of I shot a man in Reno. Reno did not have, you know, the stellar, pristine impression of someplace you would like to go someday. I remember an episode of MASH. A guy got a bad, some bad news from his wife. He got a letter. They were afraid to give the guy the letter because it was from Reno, Nevada. Just the fact that the letter came from Reno, Nevada, everybody knew there must be trouble. That was the divorce capital of the world back then. And now it's the marriage capital of the world <laughs> from my perspective. And uh, yeah, Reno has been discovered. Ernie, I appreciate you, again, telling us where the people are coming from, why they want to come here, the companies that are attracting those people from outside of the our area to come into our area. I understand that. I understand how that pushes prices. I understand how that cre creates issues on supply and demand. My concern for today's show 
is the individual that was born and raised here in Reno, Nevada, just is getting out of college right now, and after years of committing to living in this beautiful area, now finds that this person cannot afford to buy a home. Ernie Neal, a median price of 545000 Let's face it, Ernie. Let's round it up. It's a half a mil. It's over half a mil. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. It's over half a mil for a median home price. I'm talking about a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage. And as the prices continue to go up, I have to tell you, what I see for sale at that median home price is not the same level of home, quality of home, that you would see at the median home price two years ago, three years ago. The quality of the home for the money, Ernie, I do not believe is commensurate with the price. What do you think? Oh, I'd say it's definitely not uh, because uh, uh, you can have a house that's a little bit run down. Uh, normally, somebody wanting to sell their house, they're going to get the carpet shampooer over there. They're going to uh -huh. put a little fresh paint on. They're going to spruce mm -hmm. the place up nice. And uh, Today, are people putting a lot of money into their house before they put it up for sale? So maybe buy, they get a little, little bit better price? You want to buy it? As is. Wow. <laughs> and so, uh, now, now, yeah, now. yeah, people will will do what they can to spruce it up, but no major surgery. And uh, Not like before, right? Not like before. Maybe they'll get somebody to mow the lawn out front. Right. Uh, and if there, look, if there are some shabby corners, shabby this, shabby that, do you suppose people are going to say, you know, I, I, don't really, I really don't think this house is worth what it is. Uh, let me offer you 10 grand less, or maybe I'll come back in a couple of weeks and see what you got. Is that going to happen? Or... Are you looking at multiple offers? Ten grand more. Ernie Neal is my guest. Nevada Real Estate Radio is the show. On our next segment, we're going to talk about the ways that we can offer some help, some guidance for first-time homebuyers that have waited all their lives, that have lived here in northern Nevada, and now they're competing against the entire country because Reno, Nevada has been discovered. How do you get around that issue and plan for the future, plan for a great opportunity? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. 
If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I enjoy visiting with people about real estate, real estate for investors, and helping people understand their credit report. We've helped many people at Sage International improve their credit so they can accomplish their goals of home ownership, home investing, becoming an entrepreneur. You have to take the right steps to accomplish your goals. We help you get there. Give us a call. Nevada Real Estate Radio and Sage International, 775-786-5515. In the studio with me today, Ernie Neal, real estate professional at REMAX Gold here in Northern Nevada. Ernie and I have been in and out of real estate transactions together because he's a real estate agent. I was a mortgage lender prior to dedicating all of my life to Nevada Real Estate Radio. And Ernie Neal has done some incredible work. I've seen him in action. I have heard the word miracle worker probably more when I work with Ernie Neal than when I work with any other real estate professional. The people that were able to accomplish our goals, amazing in many cases because they literally were coming to us as a maybe a last hope, a final shot, uh, out of desperation. Who knows what the deal was, Ernie? Not everybody's like that, of course, but some people, you know, they just they have everything together except that one last deal. And I know that the big challenge for today's first-time home buyers, Ernie, is what we talked about in the last segment of our radio show. People are coming to northern Nevada from all across the country, all across the planet. Reno, Nevada has been discovered. So how do you do it? How do you become a homeowner, first-time home buyer in northern Nevada in today's real estate market? Well, the first way is to have a rich uncle. I call him a Dutch uncle. Ernie, do you know what my Dutch uncle is all about? Uh, Dutch uncle, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I had a, a, I got a, had a couple uncles who they since passed on, and uh, they weren't rich. So uh, my Dutch uncle is my uncle, who's not really an uncle. He's a good friend of my dad's, oh. and he comes to visit my dad, and he brings his wife and my mom and dad. They have dinner and they have a lot of fun, and they. And this Dutch uncle, my dad and mom's friend, kind of likes me. Out of, out of all 11 kids, he kind of likes me a little extra. So every, every time before he leaves the house, he slips me a buck or two. He says, here, come here, come here, get your ass over here. And he gives me a little something, and he likes me. He just likes me. I'm just a cool kid, right? He just likes to see me grow, and, and he loves the family. And, and you know, he's, just, he's a very giving person. And as I've grown older, sometimes my Dutch uncle has done some pretty impressive things. He bought a spare tire for me once in my car when I was a young man. Needed a spare tire. Who came to the rescue? My Dutch uncle. So the first thing is you have to have a great relationship with somebody if you can't pull it off on your own when you're a first-time home buyer. Absolutely. Uh, now, we don't have the uh, money to slip you a, a couple of bucks here and there, but uh, what we can do is... Uh, refer you to uh, some people who, first of all, can help you get your credit score mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, in a decent uh, level. Yeah, yeah. That is uh, paramount. You've got to have a credit score. Now, I am not a fan of the credit reporting agencies because they have a reputation for putting things in uh, that aren't exactly accurate. And say, for example, you've got a uh, 
uh, you had a problem, you had a couple of lates, but you eventually got that paid off. Sometimes they forget to take that uh, derogatory information out, and uh, uh, they uh, they have to be uh, prompted. And there are uh, organizations that do that, and uh, they are credit repair companies. However, I must caution you, there are people in the credit repair business who are less than honorable. So you got to do some homework, find out somebody who's reputable, and uh, uh, get that credit repair uh, done. So you're up there in the 700s. Uh, that, that'll get you uh, uh, approved. And uh, the higher your credit score, the lower your interest rate. So uh, and, and you can understand a, a mortgage company looking at you. <laughs> they look at somebody... With a high credit score, that means that uh, you're less risk. Mm. So mm -hmm. less risk means uh, they can give you more money. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So you got to get that credit score up. Then, uh, can we pause on the credit score for just a yeah. moment, Ernie? So you're saying if you have a higher credit score, you're less of a risk to the lender, the bank. That is correct. And a higher credit score is it's kind of like a report card in a way, kind of a how you live your financial personal life is that it is not correct that is so correct. Uh, so if the uh, if the bank is looking at your financial condition to help them make a decision to give you feedback let's say that you also need to get a second mortgage in addition to this first mortgage you're talking about yeah would uh, would the second mortgage the people that you talk about getting a second mortgage and we'll talk about second mortgages later would they need the same kind of information or the assurance absolutely okay yeah they're loaning you money cash okay. money and that's right. coming out of their bank account so okay. yes they want the same information that the first has all right so some people when they borrow <laughs> money to buy a home they need a first mortgage and they need a second mortgage because of the way the loan is structured correct the type of property and so forth but sometimes the borrowers, in addition to needing the first and second mortgage, they need another individual, let's say a cosigner. Mm -hmm. A cosigner, too. It might be a family member, it might be a business associate. When they introduce the cosigner to this whole process of what they want to involve them in, do they, does that cosigner need the same information that the bank needed for the first mortgage and the second mortgage to yeah. get their assurance? Anybody involved in that money changing hands and mm -hmm. going out to be. Uh, uh, alone, yeah, they will need the same information as the lender has. All right, so right. cosigner has to qualify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's say that the cosigner absolutely qualifies, uh, but when the cosigner looks at the situation, and um, they realize when they step forward that the reason that they are needed as a cosigner, even though the first there's an opportunity for a first mortgage and a second mortgage is because there's a major deficiency. There's a good chance that cosigner might look at it from the lender's standpoint and say, well, I need somebody else too. You need a fourth mortgage, right? Or whatever, right? Because it's a factor of risk, Ernie, is it not? That's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, 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 the, more, the more money, the more uh, people involved that have uh, good credit mm -hmm. reduces the risk. But yeah. the thing is you can get... Uh, uh, a point where you've got more than one cosigner, that's going to be a little cumbersome on the loan. Mm -hmm. And probably uh, uh, once uh, one cosigner 
uh, isn't enough, it's probably just going to get turned down. Yeah. So the fact is, uh, what we're stressing here is that individual borrowers really have to be gleaming when they are needing the assistance of a bank for a first mortgage, a bank for a second mortgage, or even a cosigner. You need to be gleaming in your ability to essentially get somebody's assurance that they are with you because you can demonstrate through whether required documents or information that you are a stellar, brilliant candidate. Yeah. That is that if you have all cash, you're a you're the you're gold candidate, right? That's yeah. why you're called Remax Gold. Ernie Neal is my guest. Cash deals, Ernie, when it comes to gold, cash deals really make it make it happen fast, don't they? Over the years it has been my experience that a cash offer mm. that is less than uh, an offer that involves a mortgage and qualifying and inspections mm-hmm. and appraisals, uh, cash offer will be accepted even though it's less than the uh, the other ones. You're saying you can get a, a bargain. You can get a more. You, you, can, you get a better bargain. A quote unquote, cash. quote unquote discount yeah. if you have cash. You can ask for that legitimately because you're offering something. You know, of substance and value. How much do you, would the seller save in the whole process in brain damage, finance, whatever, time, if the deal was a cash deal as opposed to a finance deal? How much time is the seller going to save? Well, well you, uh, time, uh, uh, a cash deal can be closed in uh, well, less than two weeks. And uh, uh, a, a deal that involves a mortgage that's going to depend on inspections, and God knows what an inspector's going to find. He might find mold in the uh, crawl space. He might find uh, a, a structural damage. Who knows? And uh, uh, if somebody comes in and says, I'll give you cash, no inspections, no appraisals, that takes all the anxiety away from that seller. And uh, so they're going to look at that uh, cash and then they're going to look at 20000 more with a mortgage and inspections and appraisal. Uh, they're going to go for the cash. Great way to get a deal on a home then is to purchase a home with cash. We're talking with Ernie Neal from REMAX about financing home. So, of course, we're not talking about you changing your mind from financing a home to all cash. We know you can't do cash, but we want to demonstrate the difference of what you're up against from other people that are making those decisions. When you have a cash deal that you're competing against – you're probably not going to win. However, if you can make it look like you have a cash deal, that gives you a big advantage because you're able to move swiftly and pull the trigger quickly. And sometimes if you have a mortgage that's already pre-approved, ready to go, and you have a co-signer who's already with you and ready to go, you got all your ducks in order, you've got stellar credit, when you make your offer for that home, you can say to that Seller, I can close in X number of days. I just need to pull my cash together. That's all. Everybody knows that. Most people have their investments in 401ks, stock market, other real estate. Sellers know that. It's a normal thing. And we know most people would rather not do cash. Let's face it. I mean, if you get loaded with money, that's one thing. But most people have better use of their money than putting it all into one real estate transaction. You have to go in to a deal, I believe, Ernie Neal, with strength and your own steam and power because you know you've got everything lined up. Almost perfection. 
Ernie Neal, when we come back from this message, we're going to continue with discussions on how to help first-time home buyers pull the trigger today. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Make your hotel reservation soon. Yerington Inn, Main Street Inn, Comper Inn. The 2022 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Feb 24, 25, and 26, NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Natakwa, Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. We're back with Ernie Neal. The median home price, $545,000 in northern Nevada. That's up over 20% from one year ago. An increase of more than $90,000. How many deals closed in the last 30 days reporting period? 520. And it's only taken 15 days when a seller gets their property into contract for that property to sell. The square footage, the price per square foot hold, uh, sold in northern Nevada is $305. That's up more than 21% from last year. And what do we have to look forward to in the next 30 days as far as opportunities to buy homes in northern Nevada? Reno Sparks combined a total of 295 homes. My, my big quandary, Ernie, is why there are so few homes for sale. What is keeping all of the homeowners in northern Nevada, Reno and Sparks, there must be close to 350,000 people. What is keeping the other 349,750 people saying, I don't want to sell my home today? Why don't people want to sell homes in northern Nevada? Northern Nevada is a great place to live. I mean, if you're an outdoor person, You've got everything here. You got skiing. You got sailing the lake. You got. I heard uh, somebody say once to me they're not making any more land. 
And that's is that is that not self-evident in the Truckee Meadows, Ernie? Well, Once we, it gets taken, it's gone. Yeah, but, <laughs> but we we've got room to expand. It, it's going out a little further, uh, but uh, I have a lot of people that don't seem to mind a uh, fifteen-mile, twenty-mile drive. Again, we are talking about lifers. People who were born and raised in northern Nevada now can't afford to buy their first home. Ernie Neal, I'm concerned about the generation between 21 years old and 35 years old. These people are struggling to find a place, a way to buy their own home. I know that because I have a family member that's in that boat to this very day. Keeps trying to chase the market, but the market is going up so fast uh, it's almost out of reach, and it is out of reach for most people who were born and raised here. So we have to offer some hope, offer some opportunity. You talked about keeping a stellar credit report, making sure that your personal finances are in perfect order. When you get that all ready and you go back to your first mortgage lender and your second mortgage lender and your co-borrowers, and you show them that you've got a stellar A-plus on all of your finances, and it's actually even opportunities for better. There might be an opportunity, I believe, if that can be done quickly enough to get your goal accomplished because you just need the cooperation of the people involved in the transaction. There are people who will help you repair your credit. The, your savings... That is something you have to have some self-discipline on. So would you say that the higher amount of money you have in your savings, the better chance it is you're going to close your deal? Absolutely. Now, if you want an FHA loan, you're going to need 3.5% down. You've got to show some stability, and that money has to be there for a while. The, the banks want to look at a record of at least 60 days to make sure that money just didn't come in quickly from an outside source. You know, you have to demonstrate that you have the capacity to meet your obligations, not only today, 30 years from now. They want assurance that you're going to be okay for the long haul. And a lot of people, Ernie Neal, think that because they've made a dramatic increase in their savings or they suddenly improved their credit risk score in whatever way, shape, or form, that immediately life has gotten better. I have to remind people that it takes time for those things to work their way through the system. You can't just get a change in your credit score and then, boom, you're buying a half a million dollar house. It does take uh, more money down. Uh, now, if you're a veteran, there's no uh, requirement for any money down. I love the VA mortgage earning, Neil. Uh, however, you have to be able to make a, a house payment that is going to be a little higher because no money comes up front. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, there, right, right. So uh, even as a veteran, though, there will be closing costs. Yes. And uh, uh, sometimes that uh, $500,000 house, you're talking about, uh, what What do you think, Peter, Five hundred. I mean, five, five, five thousand, six thousand dollars, just in closing costs. Typically, it runs somewhere around one to three percent of the purchase price. So you're in the five thousand dollar area yeah. uh, if you go by those those standards. But you know, the key is that it is an expensive process to yeah. make the move from not being a first time home buyer to being a first time home buyer. So I want to offer some suggestions, Ernie Neal, and I appreciate your comments back that I have for our listeners. The first thing is when we look at the median home price in Reno Sparks at $545,000, you can go a short drive to Fernley, Nevada, and now your median home price is going to be closer to $400,000. Granted, you have a little bit more of a drive, but you are a homeowner and you have found a way to pull the trigger. You might find that opportunity, in fact, in other areas that are not too far from the center of Reno, Nevada. But it's time to start considering those areas that are on the 
outskirts, and I assure you, the way things are happening in Reno, those outskirts are going to be the main part of Reno someday in some way, shape, or form. So that's one way, Ernie. Neil, look at a little edge. What do you think? Absolutely. Now, I have L.A. clients that don't even blink an eye at a 30-minute drive. They, uh, these, uh, these folks from down in uh, uh, Southern California are used to driving uh, 60 miles. It's mm -hmm. uh, not uncommon. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, if you go 60 miles out, uh, you, you're going to get a lot uh, lower prices. Right. So, so if you can go around here, we know if you can drive 15 mi minutes out. If you can drive 20 minutes out, if you can arrive 25 minutes out from Reno, you would be amazed what you would be able to acquire. And the difference, I believe, Ernie, is that it is much more substantial. I have a second way that people can pull the trigger and find ways to make things happen. You know, I've heard that some people, in fact, I worked on a deal like this before, Ernie. A young man could not pull the trigger on an FHA mortgage on his own. His co-signers were... Uh, somewhat uh, negative about the FHA loan because it was at a higher interest rate. Mm -hmm. It had mortgage insurance. Uh, it had all kinds of clauses and requirements, and everything that they offered was made up and more by this high interest rate. And you can't get out of mortgage insurance like you did in the old day. When you and I used to work in it, after you had 20% equity, you no longer have mortgage insurance. But with an F today's FHA mortgage, that mortgage insurance stays on for the life of the loan. 30 years of paying that extra chunk of money. So because this borrower, this gentleman, young man, could not get anybody to help him with this FHA, one of his creative associates suggested he consider talking to his family about making an investment purchase, buying an investment home <clears throat> instead where they could participate in an equitable way and he would still have enough money to participate. And um, sure enough, there was interest in that. By participating in an investment property purchase, he was able to upgrade his living conditions because guess where he's living? He's living in the investment home. And he's not taking on the entire risk. Plus, he's sharing the upside benefit with his participants. And that's really what participants want when they co-sign. They want to know that they are helping, but that there's maybe something for them too if they all accomplish their goals, right? You're all pushing in the same direction. Ernie, what's your thought about that investment property? Absolutely. Uh, uh, an investment means that they are uh, getting a piece of the pie. Yeah. And uh, so uh, uh, they invest in that property. So they, they, uh, they buy a home for 500000 uh -huh. and uh, they uh, uh, participate in the ownership. They become owners. Yeah. Along yeah. with the uh, person who's residing in that house. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, uh, they can uh, they can have uh, the uh, uh, the guy who's living in the house. They can have him share in the house payment. He can uh, rent from them as owners. There's a lot of ways they can work it out. It's a very creative way to do that. And then you get more, you get the participants really active and really wanting to do this deal. But let's say that somebody just can't, can't do that. They've got to do this deal on their own. Well, perhaps uh, one way is to choose a different kind of home. So our borrower doesn't want co-signers. Our borrower wants to do it all on his or her own. They don't have the money to pull the trigger on their own for $545,000. They love Northern Nevada. They're born and raised here all their lives. Ernie, what about a manufactured home? If somebody was buying a manufactured home versus 
what we see on the median sales price, do you suppose they would have a better price option? About a hundred thousand less. Hundred thousand dollars less. So we'd be down in the low four hundreds if somebody wanted to buy a manufactured home. Granted, there are other challenges and issues, but still, that is a way to become a homeowner. Many of the manufactured homes, Ernie, I've seen have more land, in fact, than some of the traditional stick-built homes. A lot of the manufactured homes uh, around here are on third acres. Oh, there you go. That'd and be nice. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want a little privacy, a little, room. little elbow room, yeah. And oh, yeah. In addition, let me tell you about manufactured homes today. In the old days, a manufactured home uh, didn't have much uh, uh, quality, yeah. but nowadays they've got very strict regulations. Uh-huh. Well, first of all, they're built in a completely uh, protected environment. They're built indoors. They're built in a factory. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so they're not getting rained on. Yeah. They're not getting blown in through with dust. They're in a, co- a, a completely uh, temperature-controlled environment when mm-hmm. they're being built. Now, uh, uh, let's take a look at a house that you're living in today. Uh, suppose that house was on the back of a truck going 75 miles an hour uh, on uh, Highway 80. Uh, how long do you think that house would last? Well, the manufactured homes, that's what happens to them. They have to get from the factory to the site the house is being put on, and they are driving down the freeway. They are so well built that that when they arrive on the site, they are put up. And uh, uh, so they're, they're, in fact, better built than the regular site-built houses. It's amazing. You can save $100,000 or more if you look at manufactured homes. If you really just focus on manufactured homes, I have a feeling you'd find a gem. I've seen some beauties here in northern Nevada. Ernie, we have to take a break, but I have another two outstanding ways to pull the trigger as a first-time home buyer in northern Nevada. If you can't pull the trigger the way most people are thinking you should pull the trigger, we'll be right back. While the kids are being cared for at Early Head Start, parents are able to maintain a job, go back to school, do whatever they need to do to support their family. Hi, my name is Miss Camilla. I work for Early Head Start. I am in the baby room. I absolutely love it. I love working with the babies. They are newborns to one-year-olds and it's just very, very heartwarming. If you want a great job and love kids, come see us at Head Start and Early Head Start. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Make your hotel reservations soon. Yerington Inn, Main Street Inn, Comper Inn. The 2022 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Feb 24, 25, and 26, NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. Ernie, can you believe it? We're coming into our 17th year of weekly broadcasts on Northern Nevada, and we are so happy that we help so many people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. We do that because we talk to a lot of experts, and they have a lot of experience and history in deals that have gone great, 
and deals that have gone sour. And the deals that go sour are typically because of overconfidence. I know that for a fact because that's where my sour deal came together when I was in my first real estate transaction. I encourage everybody, do not have a sour deal, especially on your first transaction. The way to avoid that is to talk to real estate professionals, just like I do. Ernie Neal is my guest today, and I'm glad he's with us because we are talking about helping first-time home buyers in Northern Nevada accomplish their goals of home ownership. We talked about the things you could do uh, on the line of buying investment property versus a primary residence. Just get somebody to assist you with that. We also talked about using a cosigner as opposed to just one bank or a second mortgage if you can maybe pull it off with two loans. We also talked about different types of homes, maybe a manufactured home. That was a great idea. Ernie can save, on average, over $100,000 in the median home price if you're buying a Manny as opposed to a typical stick-built home. But I think one great area that is not talked about enough lately, it was a while back, is an area of uh, housing that does not have the respect that I think it should have, and that is condominium living. I say that from personal history. Ernie? I used to live in a great condominium here in northern Nevada. Absolutely loved it. Today's young people, I'm finding, they want action and activity, adventure. That's why people come to northern Nevada. They don't come to northern Nevada, I don't believe, for the most part, do a lot of backyard work, gardening, uh, rototilling, lawn mowing, feeding their chickens or cows. Uh, that's not why people come to the Truckee Meadows. I don't see it. They come here to go skiing, hiking, camping, traveling, uh, sightseeing, the lakes. Ernie, the beauty of the condominium, it's almost like a beehive. It really almost takes care of itself. That's right. No mowing the lawns. Uh, you've got uh, a little patch in the back that you can take care of if you want. Or uh, it might be a patio where you don't have any, uh, any upkeep whatsoever. All you got to do is take care of the inside. And that you've got to do anyway. I lived in the condominium before I was in the house I currently live in, Ernie, here in northern Nevada. That condominium, I remember it sold in 2012 for $35,000. That condominium today is about $225,000. It's got a beautiful view of the city of Reno. I had a swimming pool key. Ernie, I had access to the club swimming pool, made some great friends there. It was a fantastic place to live. Of course, I found my beautiful fiance and now my wife and things have changed in my life but at the time as a single man the condominium living Ernie it was like well I couldn't think of anything better it was almost like being somewhat aristocratic you know what I'm talking about mm -hmm. aristocrats they have servants right when I'd walk outside my condominium and the man is clipping my lawn or, or doing the bushes or spraying down the driveways uh, it really feels like you're really pampered that's what I like about condominium living. And then you look at the price comparison for a typical, let's say, two-bedroom, two-bath, one-car garage condominium. You compare that to the price of a median home. Go down another 100000 There you go. That's what I'm getting at. And when you go down another $100,000, you're essentially knocking off about 40% of the purchase price. That helps a lot of people get started with home ownership. But, Ernie... Some of the first-time home buyers tell me, Peter, I don't want a condominium. I don't want a manufactured home. I don't want to get a cosigner. I don't want, you know, so they tell me all the things that they don't want, but yet they tell me they want a house. 
So, uh, first-time home buyers, do they typically get things exactly the way they want on the first home that they buy earning? Not typically. But what if the first-time home buyer has been used to getting or heard that you can just get everything your way if you ask enough, if you negotiate? Uh, you're going to get first-time home buyer. You're going to get that house your dreams. Well, uh, uh, they're not likely to get it from a bank. Not likely to get it from a relative because we all have heard a horse horror stories about the uh, 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 the act of co-signing and how it ruined people's lives because they co-signed for a relative. Mm. So, uh, uh, tell me, Peter, what do you think? How are they going to get that? I believe that people, most people, have so much capacity, much more than they believe they have. When I began as a mortgage lender earning, my mentors, the best mentors you could imagine, one of them, Ben Barker, the late Ben Barker, the best mortgage lender I'd ever worked under, he told me this, you've heard about the three C's in mortgage lending. I said, absolutely. Cash, credit, and capacity. And he said to me, most people, Peter, he says, most lenders you go to, they're going to tell you that you have to have the three C's in line. Of course, your cash has to be in order. You have to have some money in the bank. Your credit has to be in order. Not only your score, but a list of all your debts have to be in order. It has to be not too much debt. And then you have the capacity. It's your money. Or that's what most lenders tell you. The capacity is the money you have. He said to me, Peter... The capacity that people have is in their creative ability to use the resources that they have access to. That's where you have real power because most people are struggling with, let's say, a high car payment. If they didn't have that car payment, their power and capacity would go up so much higher. Most people are carrying debt loads because they love to buy collectibles or because they love to travel and they wonder why they struggle. If they did not have that high debt load, they would have even more capacity. They're pulling from their actual power of their capacity, not just the cash that they have at any given moment. Once people realize that, Ernie, they, many of them can realize that they can actually pull the trigger on their own or with very little additional assistance. I love to help people with their loan process, but a real analysis, a hard and honest look at your financial conditions. I believe for most people, Ernie Neal, that's the key. There are some absolutes, though, as we know. You have to have a source of income. You have to have a source of income. That's the most important thing. And you have to have an acceptable credit score and then limited debt. If you have limited debt, an acceptable credit score, then all you have to do is have a little cash available, and then you can start calculating how much money you have to buy a home on your own. Compare that with the available homes. You'll know what kind of home you can buy, and then you can determine, do I need a second mortgage? Do I need a co-signer? Do I need to talk to somebody about an investment opportunity? These were just a few of many, many options that you have in purchasing a home. I suggest that if you have more questions, call Ernie Neal, Remax Gold, here in Northern Nevada. Ernie, what's the best number? Area code 775-358-4000. And if any first-time home buyers are listening or somebody's just thinking now, hey, you know what, maybe I should be a first-time home buyer, any piece of advice that you would give them today? Well, watch that money. Uh, think about uh, uh, that uh, dinner out. Uh, you're going to go out and... Uh, 
uh, spend maybe, uh, let's see, the mean entree price in a, in a steakhouse today is about $45. Okay. You have a jug of grapes in there, a glass of wine. Mm. Uh, that bottle of wine is going to cost you another 30 to $45. So right. you're in, now the two of you, that's 90 99 you're over $100. Do you really want to spend $100 plus a uh, 15% tip? Uh, or do you want to go, uh, go on down to uh, uh, the local, local supermarket, pick out a couple of steaks and uh, fix it on your own? And uh, watch uh, uh, watch some Netflix or something. Uh, let, you you got to think about these things when you're thinking about. Well, we need a night out. Well, that night out can be pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. 100, 150 bucks just going out to dinner. And do those things really affect your ability to buy a home, Ernie? Absolutely, because uh, let's say you only do it once a week. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see. Uh, so you got 150 bucks, 300. That's uh, about 600 dollars a month, and uh, that's just uh, one little thing. Say you want to, you want to take a trip. Well, Hawaii, man. I, you know, get out of that snow. It'd be good for my, my mental health to get away from this snow and shoveling and go to Hawaii for a week. Well, uh, you better have about three grand if you want to go uh, basic. Yeah. Well, I think what I'm hearing, Ernie, is that if you're spending money and you want to be a first-time home buyer at the same time, you really have to be conscious of how you spend that money. I'd like to suggest that anytime you're spending money that is not for the basic necessities, food, shelter, clothing, basic transportation, anytime you're spending money that's in any way extraneous or entertainment, you have to ask yourself, am I willing to spend this money and delay my ability to purchase a home by X? You know, you might want to buy something that maybe is going to delay you by nothing because it's a small purchase. But if you buy a new car, it may delay you by two or three years. Or if you, more. If you take an expensive vacation for $10,000, it may delay you by X number of days or years. Or, Ernie Neal, I thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Bye. We'll invite you to come back sometime soon. In the meantime, listeners, please tell your friends or family if they have questions for us. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? or visit sageintl.com.